Hi there, I'm Paulina Cameron, CEO of the Forum for Women Entrepreneurs. We educate, mentor, energize, and connect women entrepreneurs across Canada to be wildly successful, promoting strong economies and thriving communities. To learn more about our programs, visit us at fwe.ca. I'm also thrilled to be your host for FWE's podcast, The Go-To for Entrepreneurs in the Know, a collaboration with the Scotiabank Women Initiative. I interview inspiring guests who share their journey of their business and provide crucial pieces of advice that you can use to move your business forward. This season, we're covering everything from branding to financials to sales and organizational culture. As you listen, Ask yourself how you can apply these learnings today. Having an entrepreneurial mindset is key to having a successful business. Being innovative, taking risks, facing failures, bouncing back, and taking it all in stride are part of the everyday life of an entrepreneur. It is essential to have a healthy relationship with your business, your employees, your customers, and last but certainly not least, yourself. It's a rocky ride and having the right mindset can often be the maker or breaker of the journey. Joining us today is an entrepreneur and investor who has been through the journey from starting to selling his business and an entrepreneur who has rolled through the roller coaster of highs and lows and yet there is nothing she'd rather be doing. Let's get into the studio. Amy McKay is the Principal and Creative Director of Pure Design, a full-service interior design and build firm. The work of her award-winning design team has been recognized internationally for their design and build of mid-to-high-end interiors. Former Leo-nominated host and designer on HGTV Canada's Makeover Wish, Amy is currently privately producing a new web series, launching soon and is one of the most published interior designers in Canada. A serial entrepreneur, Amy previously ran an international company manufacturing a sustainable line of furniture, which failed due to the economic downturn in 2010, and she says about that experience. So that's awesome. (laughs) She also designed a bedding line sold at Bed Bath & Beyond and created a pillow project with a Syrian refugee artisan, creating a line of handmade designer pillows with proceeds benefiting Syrian refugees. Always on the go, Amy has two other high-profile projects in the works, and we are so excited to hear about what will come next. Amy is also a huge supporter of FWE as an E-Series participant twice and a mentor for many years to our female entrepreneurs. We're so grateful to have you with us today, Amy. Welcome to The Go-To. Thanks for having me. Okay, Amy, you have lived the entrepreneurial roller coaster of the ups and downs. How have you navigated that journey? Oh, where do I start? Okay, so I think it's really, I've been doing this for 19 years now. Um, Won some, lost some, but in the end, it all comes down to acceptance, acceptance Mm. of where we're at, because everything is hard in the world of entrepreneurship. I mean, not everything, there definitely are perks, but it's a hard road, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so when you start to accept your parenting, your situation, your relationships, your... um, your entrepreneurial endeavors, when you can actually get to the point where you're not always expecting something, but you Mm. are accepting where you're at because expecting does lead to um, disappointment, right? Mm -hmm. So I've moved out of the expecting of what's happening in my life and my career into the accepting of where I'm at and accepting a failure. Mm. How did you get there? (laughs) 
through failure. <laughs> um, oh boy, I, I've 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 had a crazy journey, and um, which I'm really glad that I've been on, but I've had so much loss in my mm. life, and from that, I'm I've always been quite fearless, but I'm more fearless now because I didn't think before that I would lose. I just mm. thought I would just go ahead. I was this ridiculous optimist, thinking mm. I could do anything, and. And, you know, we can, but when you try anything, you have to expect the fact that you're probably going to lose mm. along the way. And so um, in 2010, I had a, a furniture line, an amazing, sustainable, healthy line of furniture that I had made down in North Carolina, but it uh, crashed in 2010. Mm-hmm. And every store that carried me went out of business in North America. store? In North America. Every one of them. Wow. Including the manufacturer, their plant. And it was a second generation family and it was really devastating for them, but they closed their doors and everybody kept my furniture and I had no more business. Wow. And it was, it was, it was tough. Mm -hmm. But I also know right now that if I were to lose everything again, um, I'd be okay because it doesn't matter, right? Like, I mean, it matters, but if you're an entrepreneur and you're a true entrepreneur, you can figure out where to start next. And mm. I would definitely go and live somewhere warm, <laughs> Spain, and buy a little place and fix her up and then start importing, exporting product or something or traveling. You know, I do something. Yeah. But luckily, my interior design business has been stable and and she's been very good to me. And so that's been my that, – she's been my savior, really. You're – mindset and that resiliency is so tremendous. Is that something you grew up with? You were taught? It's all my dad's fault. Uh (laughs) He, uh, he is the probably the most um, positive, happy, grateful human being that I know. Mm. So he passed on to me for sure. Mm. And every day he lives with me. um, And every day he's he tells me how grateful he is for me. What a what a treasure. So precious to have. So precious to have. And I just hope that I can pass it on to my kids. And I just like if there's anything that I leave on the table when I leave this earth is mm. that my children see and feel the gratitude every day in what they have. Mm. Right. Let's talk about that, because when we talk about mindset, you know, you as the founder and as an entrepreneur certainly have that. And you need to instill that in the cultures of your teams, the people Definitely. you work with and your family. How do you do that? How do you bring that to life? I think gratitude starts with gratitude. <laughs> I think once you tell and share with your team how much you appreciate them, mm. I wouldn't pure would not be pure without the people who work there now and have worked there building up the company for all the years that have gone by. Mm. It's a collection of all these amazing humans that have walked through the doors. It's an amazing collection of all the customers and clients that I've had. So pure is not just me it's no by no stretch is it amy mckay it's just it's a collection of wonderful relationships through the years and i am incredibly grateful for all those experiences and you know not every staff member has been amazing obviously right and not every client has been easy Mm. obviously but i learned from it all and i'm grateful for all that even the hard hard lessons are probably what you learn from the most are there any practices or habits or resources that you use to keep your mindset vibrating high? Oh, it goes back to gratitude, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I do. I, I, when I drive home, I think about all the things I'm grateful for because today I went to get in the shower and our hot water tank um, doesn't work. And so I'm not very <laughs> grateful right now. <laughs> but uh, I hear cold showers are supposed to be good for you. They're horrible. <laughs> horrible. But uh, so, but then I have to think about all the great things that I, I, I mean, I had a hot coffee this morning, you know, like there's so um, but my, the practices that I do in the morning is I love to listen to TED Talks while mm. I'm getting ready in the morning. I have it on speaker in the bathroom and I I just like to hear other people's perspectives and um, learn through other people. What is the one thing that you think would help entrepreneurs on this topic around mindset? Oh, I think it's important for entrepreneurs to um, just know it's going to be hard. Mm. You know, I think a lot of us even going into a relationship, Mm -hmm. we think it's going to be all wonderful and romantic and fabulous. And a lot of us entrepreneurs go into our field thinking it's going to be the same. And it's not. It's the world is it's it's a tough it's a tough road. Mm -hmm. So. I think you need to know that you're a personality that can handle constant stress and let go and be able to let go of it. Take it on, release it. Mm-hmm. And if I can give one little bit of advice for anybody starting out into the world of entrepreneurship, grab yourself a mentor. Mm. And that's why I'm in this fabulous FWE. Mm. Yeah, it was because I got a mentor through you. Mm. And then here we are. But I, I, I would, I wish I had a mentor 19 years ago. So I did things the hard way for a long time. I just want to say um, something about passion. I know mm-hmm. that, you know, everybody said, everybody tells you, go follow your passion, follow your passion. And I'm really torn by this because mm-hmm. I'm a naturally passionate human being. Mm-hmm. And I've said that for years to anybody who would listen, just follow your passion. But I know this world is not made up. We have to pay the bills. We have to do what it takes. And it's not always mm-hmm. full of passion. So I think there's – now I am that Pollyanna human being mm-hmm. that just thinks, yeah, just go after it. And I am so lucky because I made a life in the creative field doing what I love. Mm-hmm. I am one of the lucky ones on the planet. But I, I can honestly say by listening to a lot of my friends, they do what they do because they are trying to pay the bills or mm-hmm. that's where their education is and that's what they've chosen. So I don't necessarily throw out there, follow your passion anymore. Mm. If you're passionate, you're so lucky. Mm. And lucky for me, I'm super passionate. Um, But I just think if you're an entrepreneur, it's a different world. It's a different advice going to an entrepreneur than is going into a person who's going in the work world. Mm -hmm. An entrepreneur, you do need to be passionate. Mm -hmm. How else are you going to stick with it? How else will that grit? Where is that going to come from? Right? Yeah. You have to have grit Mm -hmm. and you have to have passion, Mm -hmm. hunger. You have to drive and you have to sparkle and shine. You have to be your best and let yourself be your worst Mm. and accept it. Mm. Amy, thank you so much for sharing with us your insights and your heart. Can you please tell us, for those who want to follow you online, learn more about you, get inspired by you, where can they find you? Instagram is my... um, She's she's where I'm at every day. Uh, Pure Design Inc. is my handle. And uh, Facebook, Pure Design, basically Pure Design Inc. Thank you so much for joining us today, Amy. Your passion and your commitment to doing the work and showing up really shines through, as does your heart. Thank you. Thank you so much. 
we're going to take a quick pause before we hear from our next guest. The go-to for entrepreneurs in the know is the outcome of a collaboration between FWE and the Scotiabank Women Initiative. Let's take a moment to hear a few words from them. Thanks, Paulina. I'm Leslie Tales, Scotiabank Senior Vice President for BC and Yukon Region. I'm also on the advisory board for the Scotiabank Women Initiative, a program that supports women-led businesses with mentorship. I wanted to give a few of my thoughts about the importance of a positive and winning mindset that I've collected along the way from discussions with many entrepreneurs, Scotiabankers, and community leaders in the BC and Yukon region. You require a growth mindset over a fixed mindset. This means that the entrepreneur is learning and innovating as she faces challenges, recovers from setbacks, and makes decisions that can feel risky to some. This growth mindset is viewed as core to the journey of pursuing the entrepreneur's bold vision of their business. The Scotiabank Women Initiative helps foster a community of like-minded women entrepreneurs, building community, not competition. And along the way, we've been able to identify those mental curveballs that can hinder your path to success. But through our mentorship and education pillars, we're committed to supporting businesses of all sizes through every stage of their journey. So stay positive and focused. And to get more about our program, go to scotiabankwomeninitiative.com. Thanks, Paulina. Thank you to the Scotiabank Women Initiative for all of your support. Now let's get back into the studio. Charles Chang is a born entrepreneur with a passion for innovation, active living, and mentoring. Prior to starting Lyra Growth Partners in September 2015, Charles was the president and founder of Vega. Started from scratch from his basement in 2004 and was financed by his life savings, a second mortgage on his house, and four credit cards, Charles led Vega to become an iconic lifestyle brand of clean, plant-based nutritional products that sold in over 20,000 stores across North America. Charles has received many accolades and awards, including Profit 100 Fastest Growing Companies, Best Workplaces, BIV 40 Under 40, Canada's Best Managed Companies, and Ernst & Young's Entrepreneur of the Year Award. In August 2015, Vega was sold to White Wave Foods for $550 million U.S. cash. Charles is also a proud dad and avid mountain biker and skier. We are so grateful that Charles is also on the board of directors for FWE, where he walks the talk in strategically supporting our organization and the entrepreneurs that we work with. We are so delighted to have you joining us today, Charles. Welcome to the GoTo. Thanks, Paulina. So happy to be here. So, Charles, we're here today to talk about mindset, an entrepreneurial mindset, the power of one's, one's perspective in driving business success forward. When you hear that term, what does it mean to you? I think mindset can and should be a superpower. Mm. And I think that way because simply how you look at something, how you look at the world, how you look at problems, um, can actually determine uh, your success more than how bright you are, how much experience you have, uh, and your life, and so forth. I really think that looking at things the right way and, and learning from how entrepreneurs view things is super helpful. So what what is that view that you find most successful entrepreneurs have? So a few that I, I love are being like um, super positive and believing mm. in yourself, uh, whatever you're doing. Glass half full, um, half empty. Yes, mm -hmm. looking at uh, problems uh, as opportunities to overcome them. Most great businesses all stem from someone solving a real problem uh, and then sort of iterating along the way. 
Um, I think some of the things too are, I, I love this quote around perfection is the enemy of progress or perfection mm-hmm. is the enemy of entrepreneurship really because when you have to have everything be just right, if you have to have all the information, if you have to make the perfect decision, everything has to be, you're probably not going to get it done in a good time and, and, and you're likely going to be overly obsessed about um, the end result, which is not as important as the progress or the, or the process. Done is better than perfect. Absolutely. Um, I've got a great quote here from uh, LinkedIn founder Reid Hoffman, and it says, if you're not embarrassed by the first version of your product, you've launched too late. Oh, good one. And uh, yeah, so it's really, don't be afraid to try new things and fail and understand that failure is actually a required part of the process of improving um, and uh, and solving problems. Um, you can call it R&D, that's how scientists would call it, mm. uh, you know, trial and error, but it's an essential part and getting overly hung up about the failure will prevent you from actually getting to the to the best end result. Um, I think that uh, entrepreneurs tend to run towards problems and attack them as opposed to kind of like hoping it'll go away or you know uh, sweeping it under the rug. Uh, and the more you can, more proactive you can be, I think the sooner you can address those problems and iterate and and continue to improve. So yeah, I totally agree. So let's talk about how an entrepreneur can move that from their own mindset to when they're working with teams. You've led small, big teams, and I know that instilling that kind of culture has been really important for you, and obviously it's been also resulted in a really great business success. How do entrepreneurs take that mindset that they have that approaching problems, and how do they create cultures around that? Uh, Yeah, it's all execution, right? So I think the very first part that's critical is to have um, clear shared core values that can be articulated um, again clearly what you're looking for uh, across the across the whole organization uh, but it's not just about having pretty posters in the wall and and you know all these models everywhere it's about first hiring to those values because it's really mm-hmm. hard to just teach it you have to kind of have them first and then you reinforce them at work um, so hiring for the right fit and then uh, making the living and teaching of these values something that is part of everyday um, work life uh, you know, so it it, uh, it means that uh, when you review them for the performance, you review not just not just the actual results, but also how they live and teach the values. Uh, it means also teaching them how to, um, you know, for example, take criticism. Mm. Uh, it you know feedback is such an important part of growing uh, that they, you know, if you can't handle constructive feedback, it's gonna be very difficult for you to to improve. Um, yeah, and it involves trust. So you have to have an environment where people trust each other in order to be able to give honest feedback and receive it without taking things personally. Because mm. that's another really big barrier to mm-hmm. cult- good culture is when things, when people take things personally and put up blocks, then they actually can't develop or learn or improve. Um, so you have to have an environment where that's where it's safe, both to express your feelings and also to welcome and embrace the feedback so you can apply it to, uh, to improving. And modeling. So if I'm at the, at the top, if I can say, hey, I screwed this up and, and I need to improve this and I receive feedback from others and I model that, yeah, you know, I totally see your point. I'm going to change my perspective because of what you said. Then that'll make it easier for other people to do the same. So if you can't model it and show it, I think it'd be very hard for everyone in the organization to do it. Then you need to also praise people when they are vulnerable and are able to share something uh, or do a great job receiving um you know, uh, good feedbacks. So what is the one thing that you think is crucial for all entrepreneurs to know to bring a healthy mindset to their organization? Yeah, I think I thought of this for a lot because it's the one thing. (laughs) I think above all else to take uh, total ownership, radical ownership Mm. over your role, 
your responsibilities and and you know how you fit into the organization if you take full responsibility um, then the job becomes a lot easier if you become easier to manage you'll do a better job your colleagues will have an easier time working with you and it comes right down to sort of the the basic premise is um, take full credit for all your successes and take full credit for all your failures so Charles, for those who want to continue learning about you, be inspired by you, where can they find you online? I'm on LinkedIn, uh, and you can also check out our website at liragrowth.com. Thank you so much, Charles, for joining us today and providing your insights and expertise. Absolutely, it's fine. Thank you. And that is a wrap. A big thank you to Amy and Charles for joining us today. We would also like to thank everyone who has helped make the go-to a reality. From the incredible team at FWE who works on all of the logistics, to self-hired, our incredible production team, Hummingbird Translations, who are translating our podcast so you can also listen in French, and of course, to the Scotiabank Women Initiative for teaming up with us for the FWE podcast. You can find them at scotiabankwomeninitiative.com. If you've enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe to listen to the rest of season one. You can find all of the resources our guests mention on our website at fwe.ca slash the go-to. We know it takes a village to build a business. So share your learnings on Instagram at FWE Canada to help other entrepreneurs become wildly successful. See you next time.